0: Hey. Hey, Cupcake. Yes, Daddy? Do you know what time it is? Is it time for the VIPIN podcast? That's right, pumpkin tits. Now play me some funky intro music, would you? It would be my pleasure. Welcome everyone to episode number one of the VR Pimp podcast. I'm your host, Scotty Velvet, aka VR Pimp. And with this being the first episode, and since I'm flying solo here today, I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet. So this will be more of an introductory episode. And then next week will be the first episode in the regular format, which I'll be going over here in a few minutes. I'm also going to talk a bit about myself and the concept behind VR Pimp and what the future plans are for both this podcast and the vrpimp.com website. Since most of you out there have probably never heard of vrpimp, let me start off with a quick introduction here. And I'll do this by reading the first couple of lines from the About page on the vrpimp.com website. It goes like this. I am an independent blogger covering the intersecting worlds of virtual reality, porn, and high-tech sex. My goal is to provide quality content that will both enlighten and entertain my audience. Then, to summarize the rest, I go on to mention my enthusiasm for VR and my background in adult entertainment. Now, the first point I want to make, and it's not really mentioned anywhere on the website, is this. The target audience for this show is the average Joe, or people with an average knowledge of technology the average user or actually what will eventually be the average user since right now I think we're still in the initial stages of VR and the majority of subscribers are, shall I say, tech savvy people or techies, I guess is the right way to say it. Uh now I myself I'm not a techie. I'm I do consider myself above average when it comes to tech and all that has been self taught over the years. So by saying this, I'm not trying to discourage you techies out there from listening. I'm sure there will be many parts of this podcast that you will find interesting, but the VR part you might find a bit boring because it's going to be discussed in fairly simple terms and I will be taking time to explain it in a way that us less tech savvy people can understand. Now, I want to tell you about my first experience with VR and how it led to the creation of VR Pimp, but before I get to my story, and since... I really don't want to have a whole episode of just me talking. I would like to share someone else's story first. I've heard and I've read so many interesting stories and I've seen some pretty amusing videos with the reactions of people trying VR for the first time. So the following audio clip is from an interview I conducted recently with Fabian Gray, who is the CEO of AliceX.com which is a new website that features live VR webcams. So here's what Fabian had to say about his first VR experience. Around two, three years ago, I played around with the Oculus DK1, the earliest version, uh, at a friend's house. And he showed me some, um, yeah, it was like a scary game where you walk around and there's this girl, uh, spooky girl. Um, and then like one and a half years ago, uh, I just just came to my mind how great it would be if there would be a virtual reality live cams product. So you would sit across from uh, the model you like and where you have an emotional bond and you would have this great feeling of immersiveness and presence. And it would feel as if you would be in the room of the model and can almost grab or uh, touch her. So there you go. A scary game with a spooky girl ended up inspiring Fabian to create AliceX.com, one of the very first live VR webcam sites. And I'll be talking more about live VR cams in an upcoming episode. As for my VR story, it all started in Japan. I've been fortunate to be able to travel a lot over the past 10 years or so. I really enjoy it, love exploring and learning about different cultures. Actually, I think my first big adventure was when I left my hometown in upstate New York and moved out to sunny Southern California in my mid 20s, going from the snow to the sand, the young single guy exploring all that SoCal had to offer. Those were the good old days. And then eventually I continued heading west and ended up spending several years living in Asia, with Japan being my favorite place there. So in 2014, I was visiting Osaka, just walking around near the train station, and I happened upon this small tech exhibition in a shopping mall there. It was mostly about robotics, and they had some pretty cool stuff. But there was also a section, a small section for VR, with about a half a dozen guys, each with their own Oculus headsets, set up to play a game that they created. One was, I think, riding a dolphin. One was riding an ostrich, of all things. Then there was a shooting game and a roller coaster but the lines for all those were too long and I didn't want to wait. So I went for the incredibly mundane flip over the bowl of fruit game. This poor guy standing alone with his Oculus headset, he was so happy to see me coming. So I put on the headset. Now this is the absolute first time I experienced VR. So I put on the headset and inside the computer generated room, I was inside this computer generated room with a table in front of me and then on top of the table there was a bowl of fruit. Now in the physical world there was a small table in front of me with a hinge on it and then there was a motion sensor in front of that. So I grabbed the table, the, the real world table, and I flip it up and in the VR world there goes the table and the bowl of fruit spilled all over the floor and just from that simple game I was I was thoroughly impressed. I really I got it. I Uh, It was so simple, but I got it. I understood the potential and why it was being talked about so much. And at that point, I just wanted to learn more. So when I had the time, I started Googling and reading all the articles I could. But in my researching, I found it a bit frustrating because I only understood about half of what was being discussed. It was all new terminology. And it seemed to me that the content at that point in time was being written by people in the tech industry for people in the tech industry. And that was when I first thought, hmm, sure would be nice if there was someone out there writing about this subject in a way that the average user like myself could understand. So I continued to do my research, and it took me a while to get up to speed, but eventually I felt like I was getting a pretty good grasp of it. And then came the video. Somehow, I ended up on YouTube watching this video from an exhibition in Japan, again, always Japan for some reason, where they had a Tenga masturbation sleeve attached to a haptic device that was mimicking the movements of this Japanese girl, this Japanese anime character that was being shown, shown in the VR headset. And I just thought, wow, now that's what I'm talking about. Because up to that point, All that I had read about was how VR was being used in gaming. And frankly, I'm not a gamer. I think the last gaming console I owned was the Nintendo Entertainment System back in the 80s, I guess it was. I hate to date myself like that, but yeah, I was a teenager in the 80s. So when I saw that Tenga video, I immediately started looking into how VR was being used in the adult entertainment industry. And at first, it didn't sound too promising, actually, because as some of you remember, There was a time when it was rumored that Oculus was somehow going to block porn from getting into their headsets. How, I have no idea, but that was the rumor. Thankfully, it wasn't true. And so, as I began to research more about VR porn, I had the same thought that I had previously. I was like, wouldn't it be nice if there was someone writing about this subject for the average user like me? And then I thought, hmm, okay, this is something I have experience in. I can do this. I I don't want to give the impression that I'm a former porn star. I'm not, but I have done amateur porn and uh, and webcamming as well as some marketing and recruiting. So with my background, I feel very comfortable discussing the adult industry and sharing my opinions on the products and the content. And I also believe I'm pretty good representation of the average user, so my opinions can be beneficial not only to the average Joe out there, but also to the companies that want their products And content to appeal to the average Joe. So at that point I decided I would give it a shot to write about VR and porn. And after a bit of contemplation, I came up with the VR pimp name and then started to develop more and more. And that that process continued all of last year as I, I really didn't have a lot of time, a lot of free time to spend on producing content. So I concentrated on refining the concept. And during that time, it became clear to me that I should include the much broader category of sex tech in my discussion, since to me, it just makes sense. You look at the latest interactive sex toys from brands like Kiru and Lovense; it's just another form of VR, really. Uh, their intention, like VR, is to artificially create a sensory experience. And there's no doubt that VR and porn and these devices will all be a part of the same experience in the very near future. So I spent most of 2015 refining the concept, and this year I've had more time to devote to developing the site, and I've added a fair bit of content, most notably I think the five star reviews for the VR porn sites, which I still have a few more to do, and I really should update some of the ten or so sites I've already done since their scores I think need to be adjusted to reflect the improvements. They've made to their product since uh, I did the initial reviews, and perhaps i'll do that i 'll do the updates at the same time I cover that material on this podcast because the podcast it's just starting out here, so I need to get caught up to the website and get it in sync with the website where it is now so regarding the format for this podcast, I haven't yet decided if it will be weekly or bi weekly but each episode will start out by discussing the latest news, including any updates to what was talked about on previous episodes, and then there will be a review segment along the lines of the five-star reviews I just mentioned, where I'll give a review and a score for whatever it is I'm covering. It could be a sex toy or a porn site or any number of things. And And one thing I would like to do in each episode is to review the latest VR porn video releases. I probably won't be able to do all of them but at least give my thoughts on what was the best of the best or maybe the worst of the worst during that week or two weeks whichever it may be and then after the reviews i will have an interview segment where i'll be talking with various influential people within the vr or porn or sex tech industry i've already had a number of people express an interest to be on the show so i'm really looking forward to talking to them and making that happen And that will be the basic format, news and reviews and interview for the upcoming episodes, which I'm sure will be a lot more fun than this one has been, especially since I'm planning on having a co-host join me starting next week. It may be someone that becomes a part of the show permanently, or I may end up experimenting a bit with a new guest host for each episode. I'm not quite sure yet. We'll just see how it goes. And there's one thing I do want to make sure of, and that's, I want to hear what the ladies have to say. I think it's important to get a woman's perspective on all the topics we will be discussing, especially something, you know, like interactive sex toys. So I try to have ladies on, and I also want to have people on the show who possess an average knowledge of tech since, as I stated previously, the target audience here is the average Joe, and... Think the best way to ensure that I'm effectively communicating with that audience is to have someone on the show that represents them and is here asking the right questions. And speaking of asking questions, if you would like to get in touch with me to ask a question or make a request or just give some feedback, which, by the way, is always appreciated, I suggest you to use the contact form on the vrpimp.com website or you can always get in touch with me. Via the VR Pimp accounts on Twitter or Facebook. And with that, I think that will about wrap it up for this first episode of the VR Pimp podcast. If you made it all the way through without falling asleep, congratulations. So let me say thank you for listening, and until next time, this is Scotty Velvet signing off.